in time, love will always overcome fear. It may not be easy, and it may take time, but love will always triumph. I just got back from a walk not that long ago, and during my walk, that thought came to me. I was actually thinking about what I would be discussing today in my podcast, and I was trying to just kind of play through it in my mind, and this thought came to me. Love will always overcome fear. So today's session is actually inspired by events of my morning. I hadn't really expected to be talking about this today, but I wanted to give you a moment to just let that thought sink in. In time, love will always overcome fear. If you're joining me for the first time or if you're a continued listener, I appreciate you tuning in. My name is Jen Stickney, and this podcast called Simply Authentic was created as a way to share ideas and tips and my experiences around creating a life full of prosperity. Today, I wanted to talk to you about, well, a little bit of a rambling, perhaps, but the idea around how love always overcomes fear. Today was actually a little bit of a defiant day for myself. I regularly work with a friend of mine who is also in the energy healing space, and we we trade, we barter our services. I help him with his website and his marketing, and in <clears throat> return, he helps me with some energetic shifts and healing. And sometimes we become defiant. We become stubborn even when energetically our higher self or our soul knows that we are about to have a shift. We are about to break through and move forward on our journey. And we may become defiant because part of us is afraid of that shift. It's it's afraid to let go. It's afraid to move forward. It's afraid of the unknown, of not having that fear there that almost serves like a safety blanket. So today, in our usually, because uh, we, we actually meet once a week or every other week for, kind of, we trade off, and today I was adamant that I did not want to have our our call. I did not want to have our, our session that was uh, to talk about my stuff today. And we kind of, we both kind of joked about it because we, we knew, and he stated it, he's like, this this defiance or this feeling you have of not wanting to do it is actually because of something big coming through that there's some big healing that needs to take place and it's ready to come through and so you're feeling this resistance to that to letting that go and at the time I you know it's almost irritating to hear that (laughs) I love him but it's almost irritating to hear that those words from him that this is just because it's intended, you know, and and you're ready to have a healing shift because it just makes me almost want to be even more defiant and stubborn and say, no, it's not. It's like a child, you know, a young teenager energy coming forth. And that's pretty much what I was dealing with today. I did not want to have this session. I did not want to sit down and face whatever it is that wanted to come through because at the time I couldn't feel anything. I didn't, I was like, I just, I don't think I need this, this, this meeting this week. I just want to skip it. Let's just go back and work on your stuff. We'll talk about marketing. We'll talk about some more things that we've got going, some more projects. I don't really want to have this session. I don't need it. 
there's nothing that I can think of off the top of my head that needs to be discussed that I need want to talk about. There's just nothing there. So I don't want to have this. And so our call came around this morning and, you know, he, he always calls me for the mornings when we're going to talk. And I still <laughs> was laughing. I'm like, you know, I don't want to be here. He's like, yep, I know, but we're going to do it. <laughs> Like, I have no idea why, but I just, I do not want to be here. And again, he reiterated that there was a big shift, a big, big space for healing that that needed to take place and that was ready to surface. We often start out then the call, this healing session for me, he starts and just kind of guides us through a meditation, a little meditation to allow these feelings to come through and just to kind of be with the space and, and allow whatever needs to show itself to come through. And I told him that even doing this, all I could feel throughout the entire meditation was this defiant energy. I literally saw myself sitting in a chair, those chairs that where the the legs are all one piece and kind of in a in a in a C shape, I guess, or a sideways U underneath the chair so you can kind of rock on them a little bit. Well, my Shoulder blades were leaning up the back of the chair, but my butt was kind of scooted forward on the chair, so I was I was really slouched, and I had my arms crossed, and my legs were straight out in front of me, but my ankles were crossed. So I was like, I literally was defiant, and and the angle from which I was looking at myself, I was literally staring at this myself with the back from the back of the chair. So I was looking at the back of myself. So think of like this moody little teenager that's sitting in a room facing the outside of the room at, while everybody else is like in a group or in a circle or whatever, they're all facing each other. And I've just got my back turned to everybody, my arms crossed, my feet crossed, and I am just moody and defiant to the core. I was not going to participate. And this is how I felt. This is what came through. This was the visual that came through for me while I was meditating. Like, it's not allowing me to think about any of this stuff. Nothing's coming through besides the fact I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I'm not participating. Um, and you know, so, so my friend, it's, he's been on my podcast before. His name is Barrett and his gift for me when we work together is he's very good at finding those spaces in my energy, in my mind. Um, I guess you could call it my mind, but my energy space where, and we all have these areas where we experience difficult times. We experience emotional trauma and we literally close it into a room and seal the door and throw away the key. Never to be opened again. At least that's what our our mind or our ego is saying. It's like, I'm just going to close that door. We're going to forget about it and never open that again. Because we just, we don't need any of that. We don't want to go there. Let's just throw away the key. Well, Barrett's gift for me is that he is exceptionally good at finding these closed doors and slowly opening them. Opening them enough that we can kind of let some of this energy out and experience it and witness it once again. Because that really is, and I talked about this yesterday, our emotions are meant to be experienced. They're meant to be witnessed by us. They're meant to be acknowledged and felt. We don't have to dwell on them but we need to acknowledge them in order to move past them and move beyond the fear and move beyond the defiance. We need to experience these feelings. So he 
gently and compassionately opened this door for me so that we could start to figure out where this energy was coming from and why. And it got into some pretty intense feelings of past experiences in this lifetime and and likely also previous lifetimes involving a particular individual. There was a very close relationship I had developed with a an individual early in, in my high school years while I lived with my dad. And part of that relationship, it, it didn't end well, although I can tell you I, I honestly have no idea how it ended. I just know that both sides were extremely hurt and it left a large scar and a bit of a hole on my heart. And for whatever reason, that has always stayed with me. And I think it's part of it's because I've needed the healing. I've needed to somehow close that door or find closure, not to close it, to seal it, but to open it up, witness the feelings, forgive the feelings, accept the feelings, and be able to move on from them. And there have been so many things in my life that just keep bringing me back to this door, but I haven't wanted to open it. I don't, I don't remember what happened. It was a long time ago, and my memory is not always kind to me as far as remembering things. It just leaves a bunch of gaps. And so that, that, the way that that relationship ended, all I remember is the pain that I felt from it. And based on brief discussions with the other person in the relationship, they remember a lot of pain as well, but they remember it as that I caused that pain. <clears throat> and so I don't, I don't remember. I, I feel bad that I don't remember what happened because I, I wish that I could somehow provide some healing there too, but I don't remember the situation. And this other person has never been wanted to reopen that door, never wanted to rehash the past, never wanted to really discuss any of it anymore. It's always just, you know, been a very kind of sore spot between us ever since. And we really don't talk at all anymore. We haven't for, well, since then. And you would think it's just this high school little romance or, or relationship. So why would it have such an impact on my life? And to, to be honest with you, I have no idea. Except to say that this is something that I think has been a repeat from a previous a life, whether you believe in past lives or not, I do. And from what I've seen, this has been a, a there was a, there was a, a trauma in the past, which kind of duplicated itself in my current life with this particular person. And so it was, it was a very, a very painful memory, very painful ending to a relationship that was actually quite special. And um, so I, I was defiant and I didn't even know what was coming through at first when we went through this session. I'm being rather open with kind of the things that we go through, but I think it's important to share this because there was a shift that took place by going through this session, even though I didn't want to. I needed to talk about this and open about, up about it. I had never shared any of the things that I shared with Barrett. I had never told anyone about some of these things that came up today about the relationship and and how I truly felt and how I needed you know I always felt like there was this 
improbability or this hopelessness about ever really finding closure, ever really finding healing around this particular topic. And what Barrett was saying to me was that the healing would come from within, that I didn't actually need to have his participation to feel the healing, to, to find the healing in me. It didn't require his participation. And my belief before that, so this is a belief that I created. Beliefs are not real. They're just things that our egos create. They're patterns that we base our choices on. And so my belief was that I could not find healing through this without his participation, and he was flat out refusing to participate in anything related to talking about the past. That was part of his own journey and his choice, and I've respected that. <clears throat> but that left me feeling very hopeless, like I would never be able to move beyond this. And looking at it from an outside perspective, maybe that seems kind of silly, but to me, part of that healing really needed to involve both sides. I wanted, I think I wanted to heal both sides to somehow just discuss what happened so that we could both move beyond it. And so the healing that, that took place today, it took a little bit to get there. It took some roundabout talking and then it was just kind of like, a, oh, I get it. I know why this is coming through. I know what's what's happening here. I, I understand now the patterns that I've been seeing and other things that have been coming up lately for me in unrelated, well, seemingly unrelated situations. And it has a lot to do with me speaking what's truly on my mind and sharing my emotions. Sharing how I feel about things has always been very difficult for me. It's like believing that somehow our emotions are to be hidden and sacred and kept to ourselves. And if we expose ourselves by sharing our emotions, sharing our feelings, we, we put ourselves in danger. And again, if you believe in past lives, this is a, a pattern that was very clear in some of the, the work that we've done to uncover past lives. And uh, I have a very long pattern of hiding my feelings or feeling like I need to sometimes even for my own survival. So I still struggle with that. I st struggle with being authentic when it comes to expressing my emotions. I can feel them inside. I can witness and acknowledge them internally. But to share my feelings with other people, especially when it becomes to sharing my feelings about the other person, it's extremely difficult for me. Even getting to the point where I can physically like hug people or, or just pat them on the arm or put an arm around them, that's not comfortable for me. That's, there's like this, this little voice inside my head saying that showing how we feel about somebody is dangerous. So it's uncomfortable. And the... At the end of the healing today, I, you know, I still felt a bit defiant, but we were able to kind of laugh about it. And, and I feel because that, that Barrett was right. There was a shift that needed to take place and it was ready to surface. It was ready to finally come through. And that shift happened. It happened in a way that because I was willing to sit with those emotions and because I was willing and open to the idea of what Barrett was suggesting, that this healing that I'm seeking, 
this hole that I'm trying to fill, this pain that I'm trying to rectify, to forgive, to move on from, it was going to come from within. And that wasn't something I was ever able to accept before. I never, it never even occurred to me that I could do that, actually. I mean, it seemed impossible. How can you heal from a relationship that was left with such pain without involving the other person? It just didn't make sense to me. But now that we had this little bit of shift, we've opened up that door that I had securely locked behind several doors and keys, uh, I now have, I can feel the difference in this emotional charge that comes with it. I can feel a, a burden that has been released. I can feel, I no longer feel that hopelessness of not being able to find closure with this without involving the other person. I now feel instead that this closure is coming and this closure is going to happen with or without the other person and I will fully and finally be able to let go of what happened to be able to forgive myself, forgive the situation, forgive him, forgive all of it for, because the, the hard part for me is his, um, the door that he closed, shutting me out was has been very difficult for me to deal with and I see now that there is a window that whether that door is open or closed from that perspective I will still be able to heal from the inside I will be able to forgive the situation because love always given time love will always triumph over fear and my fear is that I won't be able to close this door. I won't be able to find healing. But that fear is going to be overtaken by love for myself. So if anybody has a situation like this, and even if you can't find a way to surface that feeling within you right now, because I couldn't, until we started talking about this with, with Barrett, I, I had no idea what was coming. I couldn't have told you this at all. I, I really believed I had nothing to talk about. And clearly that wasn't the case. And clearly there was a, a deep shift of healing that took place. And I feel so much different and so much more open and so much more positive about the entire situation because love will always triumph over fear. So that's a bit of a rambling today <clears throat> and a bit of... Well, some intimate details about my life, but I thought it was important to share this. So not only am I sharing it for myself, I'm open. This door has been opened. I would have never shared something like this with anyone. And here I am sharing it with a bunch of strangers who are listening to my podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for your time. And thank you for sticking in there, even though I was kind of rambling on. I want you to know that even when things are painful and we are defiant like a moody little teenager that doesn't want to do something, give it time, give it space, and allow those feelings and emotions to, to surface. Allow yourself to feel sad, to feel hurt. Those emotions are not bad. They don't make you a bad person. They don't make you, a, you know, undeserving of better things. Those, those emotions are there to be witnessed by you, to be experienced, to be felt, and to be acknowledged. And from experiencing those emotions, we can heal and move on. 
So it's very important that when we were thinking of our, our thoughts, so yesterday we talked about positive thinking and positive thinking does not mean we suppress our emotions and feelings when they don't feel so good. That's not the point of positive thinking. So never suppress your feelings. And we don't do it intentionally. I didn't do it intentionally, but I'm glad I got beyond them. So I hope that you will find your own healing for the things that you need in your life and your journey as well. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.